Hello, Influence fam, and welcome back to Under the Influence podcast. This week's episode, we have on Jessica Zweig. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I completely butchered it in the episode, so bear with me. And do not let that affect the fact that this girl is freaking amazing and killing it. Jessica started out as building Chicago's largest digital magazine for women. Um, From there, she went on to build her own personal branding company called Simply Be Agency. Jessica is, she works with one-on-one consulting, handles workshops. She works with major companies. She's just been all over the board. She's worked with some major corporations such as Nike, BMW, Lexus, Red Bull, Smartwater, Heineken. Oh my gosh, all these people. And she's just somebody that honestly I was listening to as we were talking on the episode. And she's a great inspiration you know, if you ever wanted to reach out with her, let her kind of build your business or even just kind of read some of her blogs. They also have a kick-ass YouTube channel. I mean, video content's king right now and they're killing it. So anyway, she is just someone I'm so excited to have on the podcast and I can't wait to let you guys hear everything that she has to say, as well as all the value that she provides. Her story is honestly really amazing and I'm very, very happy that I had her on the show and I'm very, very happy to have had the chance to meet her. So before we go ahead and dive in, um, I wanted, I'm trying to this out this new thing where I want to try and drop a little of my own value on you guys before we start the episode. Um, so I think the other day I did like a really, really cool like skin routine routine. Um, I'm talking about, you know, kind of like a morning like routine that I do to kind of set up my day for success. And, um, the other thing that I've been really trying to do is I'm trying to force myself to read a chapter a night of just any type of book. I read some crazy stats somewhere. I think I want to say it was like Forbes or something, but it was like a CEO reads over like 10 books a year or something like that. Um, and so I feel like I don't read, I feel like I don't grant myself enough time to sit and to unwind and actually read. And, um, recently I've been doing it and I love it. Honestly, that disconnection time of, I put my phone on do not disturb. I leave it in the other room. And then I go and I sit and read just one chapter. I feel like it's something that I'm actually starting to look forward to. And it really helps kind of de-stress me out. And it's also like, it's one, it's one freaking chapter. Like it's not forcing myself to read 50 pages a night. It's forcing myself to just sit down and to kind of just break the mold and, um, have some time with myself and just to kind of learn and to kind of open up my brain. So a couple of the books that I'm reading right now, I wanted to go ahead and tell you guys about. So the first one is of course, Gary V crushing it. Um, I just really enjoy the stories. I, I feel like they're so inspirational. I feel like just kind of just ha- like him, him talking through crushing it. And then as well as like sharing these stories with about these amazing influencers and, you know, amazing people that kind of leverage social media to grow themselves and to start their own business. Like that's something that I feel like we're not hearing. We hear a lot or we see a lot of it. Right. But we don't hear the stories behind it. So Gary V crushing it. Awesome. Love it. Read a chapter a night, read a story a night. It's great. Um, the next one of course is awaken the giant within by Tony Robbins. Um, this one, I feel like it's so motivating. It's something that like, it's something that I would almost like read in the morning because it just wakes you up. Like it wakes you up. It, it, It kind of just joyfully inspires you to like go after there and to go after it. And to really kind of just start thinking about, you know, your long-term future and 
how, you know, we really can tap into our own success and our own power and just getting like really, really clear about what we want in life. The last one is kind of like a marketing guru book, but it has so many good takeaways, especially for anybody in the influencer and personal brand industry. It's called The Brand Gap. It's um, by Marty Munir. Really, really awesome. It really breaks down kind of just the bridge and bridging the gap between like business strategy and design and how these brands are really leveraging their design to successfully build these brands and to successfully sell. Anyway, so these are some books I'm reading. The other one I'm reading that is just kind of a book that I've fallen in love with. And I feel like I kind of read it over and over again is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And I really love it. It's by Mark Manson. I'm, um, I just, I, I feel like there's, there's a little bit to his book as far as like the spirituality aspect. Um, but he breaks everything down really, really well. I feel like his, his philosophy in the entire book is just something that's really refreshing and something that kind of helps, I think us kind of break out of our, of our own mental mind games. Um, so I really like this book. I think it's again, really refreshing. I don't think it's for everybody, but it is something that I like. I do love that he brings in kind of different philosophies from all over the place. And also kind of, he walks through it as if someone's just talking to you over, you know, a couple of years. So that's something that I could totally appreciate. And I just really appreciate the voice of the book itself. So those are my four books that I'm reading a chapter a night on keep me accountable. Send me a DM. Let me know where I'm at on all my chapters and all my books. Um, yeah. And I'll put all of these in the show notes, but I'm really excited to kind of start this and I'm really excited to just kick this off. Sorry. My dogs are freaking out barking. If you guys can hear them barking. So without further ado, I'm so excited to have Jessica Zweig on the show. I'm ready for her to just lay it all out there and drop some knowledge on us. So without further ado, let's get down to it. Under the Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement. And we are about to get under the influence. Welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the CEO and founder of the Influence Movement and Eckes Marketing. Today I have on Jessica... I'm going to totally butcher it. I knew I was going to do it. Can you pronounce your last name for us? Sure. Zweig. No, Zweig. There we go. I am so sorry. All good. Jessica, you are just an amazing, amazing girl boss. You're the founder and CEO of Simply Be Agency. You really know the true medicine behind, you know, personal brands as well as really kind of storytelling for bigger corporations. Yeah. You are just unreal. I love it. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you. You're so welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got started? 
Yeah, for sure. I, I've been in this entrepreneurial game for a while. I've been an entrepreneur for about 10 years. I started my career in 2008. So at the point of, you know, being an entrepreneur was not like a trendy thing to be, or people didn't really even know what this was. It was a very early on in the whole social media movement. I mean, there was no Instagram at this time. There was no food and fashion blog at this time. This was the very beginning of Facebook and right when Twitter was everything, it just exploded. And that's when I decided to launch my first business. And it was a digital magazine. I was in my, you know, mid twenties at the time and just like, being a girl in Chicago wanting to go out a lot <laughs> and try a lot of restaurants and go to parties and literally just explore my city as a young single girl. And I was, you know, using the internet, of course, at the time. And again, this was before social media. So I was looking for, you know, things on Metro Mix. I don't know if you remember that, like Yelp. I was just yeah, using... Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like those are my resources. And I had this like aha moment about creating a platform for, for women. I, I, you know, I asked myself, why isn't there a guide on online for women that talks about all the things that I, I like in a tone that I like that I would want to read. And so I did what most entrepreneurs do is, you know, I solved my own problem by creating a, a, a product. I created a website. I created a platform. It was called cheekychicago.com. And it was literally the, I mean, it was all organic. We had no business backgrounds before I had a partner, like two of us went to school for like theater. And um, we just had this light bulb moment that just sparked this really clear vision of what we wanted Cheeky to be. It was called CheekyChicago.com. And over six and a half years, we, we became the biggest online digital platform for women in the city, in the Midwest, actually. We had about 100,000 readers um, we had a huge, huge following on social, huge mailing list. We worked with all of the major brands. We probably worked with over a hundred national brands as our clients in those six and a half years on innovative 360 campaigns. We threw parties. We had a huge event side of our business. We threw at least one, one event a month, if not two or sometimes three. And they ranged from fashion shows for three, 400 people to, you know, 20 person little wine tasting dinners with a wine brand. We did such cool innovations and activations for brands. And so I really being the founder of that magazine and having, you know, all that exposure to digital, social brands, branding, really fell in love with that space and, and realized that I had a total kind of innate instinct around what worked, what worked online uh, when it came to creating content, building an audience versus like what didn't. So, and plus I got to work with the best brands in the world. I mean, Nike and BMW and Heineken and Bloomingdale's and Coca-Cola, like these were my clients and I was, you know, 20 something, you know, like leading these campaigns, creating these campaigns. So I really got my feet wet and, and obviously sunk my teeth into that. And I ran that for about six and a half years. It was a huge thing. Cheeky was, if you were a girl in Chicago at the time, you knew what we, who, you knew about us. Uh, but you know, in, in total transparency, I was kind of burnt out. There were a lot of things about it that just uh, weren't resonating with me anymore. I kind of outgrew it and, um, you know, my lifestyle had changed. So I decided to go off on my own and I just wanted it to be a one woman shop. I did not want to have this huge operation like I did with Cheeky. We had a big staff. I had a business partner. We had investors. It was like a big thing. And, um, I ended up walking away from it in 2014. It was a really kind of big decision. It was one of the biggest decisions I've ever made in my life, uh, to kind of start over. And 
I sent out one email to my network. Like my, the way that I launched my new, next business, which was called Simply Be, it's Simply Be Then, it is now, um, was to send out an email to my network and one Facebook post. And within a business week, I had over five figures worth of clients in, in revenue. And I had a really big aha moment at that, at that moment. It was like, wow, my personal brand has a reputation and has some equity in it that I can use as a tool for, you know, this next business. And isn't that interesting? And so I became enthralled with this concept of personal branding and, and how, how do you do that? How do you really create a leverageable tool and an asset for your, for your business that's, you know, authentic and in service of something deeper than just making money, of course. And that's what's so cool about personal brands is that we're dealing with people and not products. And so we have the ability to be emotional and real versus, you know, a brand that, you know, is a, you know, packaged good per se, or, you know, a digital product. People fascinate me. They always have. And I also have this background of, you know, the digital, the digital marketing world with all these brands I've worked with. So I decided to pivot the company in 2016. I took a couple little twisty turny, you know, um, turns on my path to get, to get to what I call now really simply the 2.0. And I, <laughs> I pivoted the company in 2016 to focus strictly on personal branding. And uh, that's what we do now. And it's been an, it's been incredible. I mean, I can't, I pinch myself all the time. I have a ton of gratitude. We've tripled in business in the last 24 months. And I, I say that if you know my business, if I had started Simply Be only around personal branding, I don't think, I think I would have gotten some clients, but I don't think I would have exploded the way I am now. I don't think my business would have been as relevant three or four years ago. I think I'm sort of striking when the iron is hot when it comes to the space of personal brand. A lot of people are interested in it. A lot of people know they need it. You know, I think that millennials especially want it and know that that's everything. Whereas like the Gen X community, which is really my, my clients that are, you know, the, the people and to be frank that can afford, you know, my services aren't necessarily uh, comfortable with branding, personal branding, but they're, they know that they should be doing it. And so I have a wide array of clients that sort of span both categories. And um, I'm just really, really um grateful and business has been great and i have a, an amazing team and and that's my story i mean there's a lot of things in there that aren't so glamorous and fun and awesome because <laughs> that's just being <laughs> an entrepreneur um but literally a lot but that's a high level of you know how i started and and where i got here and you know i really think like a lot of people don't believe in the fake it till you make it philosophy but i i do i i'm a total fake it until you make it case study like i didn't go to school for business. I didn't know anything about media. I, I mean, I started a magazine and the very first press release that I got and sent to me, I, I didn't even know why I was getting it. I was like, how did they get my email? <laughs> like literally. <laughs> so, so I had to learn as I went along and in real time. And, uh, I really, I really credit that, you know, I think you can be street smart. Um, and you know, and enough to, to become business smart. And that's at least how I started. Well, I love that. And I, I totally agree with you on the fake it till you make it kind of mentality. And especially hearing your story, what a, like, what an inspiration, you know, coming from someone that just wanted, you know, a platform to find all the coolest places or the in no places about Chicago, you know, launching into this massive, massive, 
platform for the city. I mean, that's yeah. so inspirational and so amazing. So, you know, yeah. you kind of touched a little bit about personal brands. You kind of said something along the lines of people fascinate me. What is the passion behind your drive right now with Simply Be Agency? I mean, I just really feel so strongly about authenticity. And I know that it's such an overused buzzword right now, but I'm talking about total unapologetic authenticity where people just stop giving such a, you know, flip. Can I swear on your show? Of course you can. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, Where people stop giving such a fuck about what people think about them and, and really step into their own power. And the world, like the world mission, the mission for my company is we set communities and people free to be themselves because when you set yourself free you free the world think about it the people that you see out there for out as outlandish or weird quote-unquote as you might classify them as or something really evocative and, and sexy and interesting about them and i'm not telling everyone to go be you know outlandish and weird at all but just stepping into yourself is just it, you become such a force and I'm, I'm just really drawn to that and I you know part of that stems from the fact that when I was younger you know I was I was never cool like people don't believe me but I I was a nerd in high school and I, I was like really kind of awkward all the way up until college and it wasn't until like I learned to love myself and to feel my own self-worthiness and to really like not even love who I am which I think is such a deep deep thing but like on a day-to-day basis like like who I am you know? And, and so to me, that's what the world needs more of. And so it's a very lofty answer to your question, but what I see simply becoming is that, that place, that, that standard, that framework to simply be yourself. And that is, you know, coming in the form right now of my one-to-one client work, where I really partner with my clients and help them step into them themselves in service of their businesses, but from their hearts, as well as partnering with companies. I go in, I teach a lot of workshops. I do a lot of speaking. I create a lot of my own content and working on a book. Like those are the things that I really feel super passionate about is like bringing it more to the masses because not everybody can afford an agency for thousands of dollars a month in retainer. I get that, but that shouldn't be limited that this, this learning and opportunity to, figure out how to be your own brand shouldn't be limited to just, you know, people who have tons of money, I guess. So I like to really bring it, I'm to bring it out more. So that's actually what we're focusing on in 2019. That's our yearly plan goal. I love that. I love that you kind of, you have this balance between, you know, like the clientele, but also trying to like, you know, connect with the people that like you said, can't afford the agency or, you know, kind of reach the masses through that. Um, and I think that's just such a way of you kind of tapping into your own community as well. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, what I love about kind of the under the influence podcast is that we love talking about, you know, the word influence Mm -hmm. and also, you know, like you said, like there's such like buzzwords right now, like authenticity, influencer, influence, like all these things that are kind of all of a sudden coming to fruition and becoming a thing. Um, we really like to kind of like dive into that. So what, if you could explain what the word influence means to you, how would you explain it? Influence is like how I how it, what it means to me, not what it really what I think a lot of people think it means, right? Yes. Like what it means, what it means to me. Your own um, definition, for my sure. own definition. Cool. So, 
I mean, I think that something that I find influential is something that inspires me. It's inspiration. It stems from, you know, a, a spark or a new perspective or a new window into something I haven't yet seen. And I feel that that, that influences me then to make a decision or go to a place. Sure. But really it's got to speak to my soul. It has to feel, I have to feel it. And the way in which I'm influenced is when I can tell that other person or other thing is feeling it too. And it comes from, it's got to be a heart centered message. It's got to be emotional. It's got to be real. And so those, those are the aspects of influence that I think, um, inspire any action. You know what I mean? Whether it's like buying a product or hitting that follow button or, you know, coming out to an event or telling someone else about that thing or person, it's gotta, I've got to feel it. It's got to speak to my soul. For sure. I mean, I think that even kind of goes back to, you know, your main theme of like authenticity, like really it's so, it's so unique that now we're, you know, we are using personal brands as advertising in the social space in the digital space. And so it's all these people or these certain brands have such loyal followings that when, you know, there is a certain endorsement or things of that nature, you really do feel drawn to kind of be compelled to believe them on what they're selling or what they're talking about. And I, I love that. And I, I love, I think you're so right. I think it does start with the inspiration and the overall feeling. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, another thing that we like to talk about on Under the Influence podcast is the ways of which we can step into our own power of influence. Um, again, kind of really talking about you know, the social good, you know, all these people are getting all these really dedicated audiences, you know, they're talking and, you know, selling things. Um, what ways do you feel like a personal brand could be a positive influence upon their own community? I think the more willing you are to share your vulnerability and, um, you know, your, your greatness in in a way, I think not in a way like total greatness and be unapologetic, like I said, is, is a really powerful way of doing that. So let me break that down. I I don't think that the internet or social media, which in my opinion are one and the same now can, Mm -hmm. is a place for anyone to go in and, you know, word vomit their emotions. Like someone once told me a real long time ago that the internet social media specifically is in a place, if you're going through something like serious, don't put it out there. Don't process it, quote unquote, on the, on the internet, like do it with your friends, do it with your therapist, do it with your partner. Yeah. Don't process your shit on social media. Cause then that just makes you look foolish to be honest, but it is okay to share when something is complete. When you, when you've completed a, an experience, when you've done the processing, you've had your own ahas, you've come to be a little bit wiser, you're, you're not triggered by it any, anymore, then you can really share a message in service of other people. So it's not about you indulging and needing validation or whatever for your anger, or your sadness or your whatever, but you're really there for your audience. Someone once said that personal branding is figuring out what is your uniqueness and exploiting it in the service of others. And that was one of the most beautiful quotes about personal branding because it's exactly true. And that you are unique by virtue of the fact that no one is you, period. You are a snowflake. I know that's cheesy, but no one has lived your life. No one has your parents. No one has your body. 
No one has your failures, your mistakes, your education, your childhood. I mean, you get my point. So that, that inherently is value for other people that someone else needs a, a message that you have based on what you've learned upon your experiences. So if you can come from that place of two, true and total service for your audience and make it about them, you will shine, I believe. And a great example of this, and now I know it's an extreme example, but I always refer to Tony Robbins. And he is this billionaire entrepreneur, you know, doing great, amazing things for the world. But, you know, he's a huge business guy, super successful. And he had an awful childhood. He had, you know, abusive mother. He was piss poor. He lived out of his car for a lot of his young adult life, right? Yeah. And he talks about that part of his life very openly, not all the time, but he refers to it when he's, you know, making the point of what's possible because, and without, without that, without that story, if Tony Robbins were to have completely hidden that and just made it all about, you can do it and you're limitless. And I'm here to, you know, shift your mental paradigms, like without sharing himself, as well, it, it, it wouldn't be as connected. And that's what's, that's, what's inspirational. If you can say very boldly, my life hasn't been perfect. My business hasn't been perfect. My path hasn't been perfect. It might look perfect now. And parts of it are great, but I, it's taken me a second to get here. And here's how I did it. Here's how you can do it. You build such, so much more affinity with your audience because they can see themselves in you. Cause remember, it's not about you. It's about them. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, that's just, it's so beautiful to hear you kind of talk about that because I feel like in a personal kind of branding world or even being in like the social media industry, we're, we're so, I feel like we get in this mindset of like, I, I have to be in the forefront. I have to be creating content. I have to like, you almost there. I feel like sometimes there is a little bit of that disconnect when you think about, you know, what, why is your, what's your why, you know, yeah. and what is your audience thinking? Totally. I mean, I think that one of the, one of the biggest things that we, we get so caught up in keeping up, you know, with the, the next best gadget or the, 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 the Instagram hack or the strategies and the content creation of just staying relevant, right? Yeah. That we sometimes forget our purpose. You know, what are, what are we doing this for? What's that? What, what is, yes, your, your why? I mean, every, every client we work with, we start there. People think that when they hire me, they're going to immediately get you know, an Instagram growth strategy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, we'll get there, but I have to know, I have to know you. I have to understand your, your, what, it, what, it, what's the legacy you want to leave? Like, that's how deep we go. You know? For sure. I love that. I love that you start there. Cause I, I do feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I've worked with a couple different agencies in the past and things like that, but I've, I've even one way that we've really tried to really shape Eckes marketing is being so custom in what we do and really saying, you know, like social media is not a one size fits all because there's so many, you know, like you do have to be in touch with the why you do have to be in touch with the client and understanding, you know, what, what is, what are we actually after here? You know, who are we actually talking to? Right. Right. Exactly. It's, it's all, we do so much due diligence in the upfront about 
the person's, yes, their mission and their why, their purpose, but also their audience and as well and who, and, and who they want to be reaching. And we don't just do the typical audience research of like, here's your, you know, demographics and how much money they make and where they went to school and their age and their sex and their zip code. It's like, what are their pain points? Why did they come to the internet? You know, this is, yeah. I say this all the time. Like people don't care that much about you. That's the biggest secret about personal branding. People care about themselves. They come to the internet or the social media to help their bodies, to help their businesses, to help their relationships, to help their kids, to help their mo- mom and dad. I mean, literally think about it. We, we search the internet to find resources and help things to buy things to do where to get inspiration because we need it. Not because I think that you're so cool. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's the difference. I feel like that's a huge, huge piece of value. I feel like that's like, that's just so refreshing to hear. And also like, so the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, we forget that we, we, I think, and that's, you know, that's okay. Like it's partially why Facebook is, someone once told me the beauty of Facebook, the secret to Facebook success is that people are vain and we like to look at pictures of ourselves. (laughs) And um, and it's kind of, it's kind of true. Like ain't ain't no shame. Right. I say that. Yeah. It's human nature, like to be, to be self-involved, but like you have, if you're going to be an influencer and you want to grow a community and you want a tribe to follow you and love you and listen to you, then you have to remember that it's not about you. I love that so much. So can you tell us, was there anyone specifically that was like a really big influence on you while you decided to go off and create Be Simply? You know, yeah. I mean, I've had influencers, people who have mentored me my whole career. I mean, I guess, you know, I got an opportunity when I was working at Cheeky, when I was running Cheeky, to go work for um, Starcom Media, like a Leo Burnett uh, sister agency. I got an email out of the blue from these folks over at this agency called Starcom Global Agency, wanting me to come um, talk to them about potentially working for them as a consultant to do some work on social for skinny girl cocktails. This was right at the time it uh, just gotten bought from Bethany Frankel. Like Jim Beam was the client. Um, anyway, I got brought over and it was kind of an aha moment. It was the first time in my life I had ever been offered like a consulting gig, quote unquote. And it was an amazingly inspirational experience. It was like, Oh my God, I have been running my own digital magazine for women for the last five years. And I am an expert now. I am, I do know some shit that people, that people don't know that, that I could, I could, tell them about and charge them for my time, right? Like there was yeah. something really um, wonderfully eye-opening about that experience. And that was really what planted the seed. And it was amazing money. I mean, it was like working with a huge brand. I mean, not, not going to lie. I had no exposure to what that really looked like from a financial perspective. And I was like, this is a really cool world that I can add a lot of value to and potentially start a second company around. And so that was really the seed that was planted. Um, just giving, giving me that opportunity. The ladies over at that agency were, I'm still in touch with them. They're still like dear friends and some of my biggest fans. They're so sweet. Um, but you know, I, w- I will say the best piece of business advice I ever got. And it really harkens back to everything we were just talking about was right before I left launch cheeky Chicago. I don't know if you remember a website. I don't know how old you are called dailycandy.com. I feel like I've heard of it. Okay. I'm trying to like replace it. 
Yeah. So Daily Candy was a daily newsletter that came out every single day that had like, it was sort of like a daily little blurb about like the coolest, you know, most underground sort of hip chic things to see in your city. And it started in New York and it was founded by a girl named Danny Levy. And it was literally just this snarky sort of ominous paragraph that was like, this is the new restaurant that no one knows about yet. Or these are the jeans that no one's wearing yet. Or this is the new candle that just came out from this maker that, you know, you're, you've never heard of. And it was just this really cool website called daily candy and it expanded nationally and it ended up being in every single market pretty much. It was like in 20 cities and it got bought by Comcast for $125 million in 2008. Yeah. And so my magazine, Cheeky, you know, this thing that I was about to launch right around in, in 2008, had similarities to Daily Candy. Not not really like, we weren't the same. We were, weren't a daily newsletter. We were an online destination. Like you came to our website. We only sent out one newsletter a week versus six, but right. all the same. My dad, okay, so I was going around raising money, asking all these old white men in suits, like what I should be doing with my online girly magazine. And my dad of all people was like, you should just, you know, email that girl that started Daily Candy and ask her how she did it. It's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. That sounds, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to find her email address. So I did. And I reached oh out to her gosh. and she wrote me back. She wrote me back immediately. And she said, I get emails like this all the time. And there's something about your email that is different and spoke to me and I would be willing to talk to you. Wow. So I flew to New York. I literally flew to New York like the next, I don't know, a couple weeks later and we, we had drinks and she spent about three and a half hours with us and, and it was me and my partner and we like picked her brain really. And we asked her so many questions. And the one question I re- vividly remember asking what she said was, how do I make money? Right? Like, of course, like this is a business. We're going to try and create a business out of this really fun, girly thing. How do I actually make revenue? And her answer was so poignant. She said, don't worry about making money. She's like, build a great site, build great wow. content, focus on your audience, grow them, create a tribe, make sure that that's your number one priority. And as you grow that audience, the money will come. Like it's just, it's just the way it works, but you can't think about the money. You have to just do it for them and create a great, great, create a great brand. And I have chills. That's in, that's incredible. Isn't that awesome? It's an awesome story. And it just totally changed. It it set me on a course at least for the rest of my career to always focus on, you know, the value. And it's really true. The money, the money does come, but you, you can't, about the money. For sure. Absolutely. I, I I mean, I feel like that's, you know, it's so funny as I've, it's kind of been a trend. The last three interviews that I've had on this podcast is we've been really diving into like the why, you know, why are you doing this? And, um, actually the last interview I just had, she was like, you know, it's, it's really difficult to set aside that money mindset and really get serious about what you're doing it for. She's like, and people can tell, she's like, your customers, your clients, your audience can really, really determine why you're doing it. And it's interesting. Um, it's just, it's, I feel like, you know, growing up too, we've always been, I mean, especially from kind of my mindset, it's always been hustle, 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 you know, go out there, you land the deal, you keep it moving, you know, you keep the lights on. So it's such a different world now though, that we're seeing that people really are 
I don't, they, they want to see that why they, you know, you have to create that product that's a little bit more sustainable than just something that's going to make you money every month. And the truth is what's, what's going to make you money today isn't necessarily going to make you money tomorrow. And you've got to, the world changes fast, you know, and you have to, if you always are assigned to your purpose, then you'll be able to handle it. You know, you'll be able to evolve. Evolve is actually my favorite word in the dictionary. Literally, like that is like evolution, this whole concept of us constantly never truly changing who we are because you technically can't do that. Um, <laughs> but you can, you are all, so you are always you. You're always inherently you, but you evolve into different, finer, more refined versions of yourself. And the same thing goes for your business. It's never going to look the same. It's a living, breathing thing, just like you are. So we're actually going to go ahead and kind of change pace and get into some rapid fire. You've been so inspirational. I feel like my whole body's just covered in chills. Oh, it's awesome. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, this is also like totally my gig. I love branding. I love learning about personal brands and things like that. So it's totally been right up my alley. Um, but let's go ahead and start with your go-to cocktail. My go-to cocktail is a dirty martini served straight up with regular olives. Usually. Ooh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's my drink. I love it. Okay. Um, what about your favorite Instagram to stalk? My favorite Instagram to stalk is Gayla Darling. She's, uh, do you know who she is? Yes, I do. And she's amazing. She's super, talk about authentic, like super witchy, super, super rad super feminine, super sexy, and has such a positive message for women. I love that so much. What about your favorite awful reality TV show? My favorite awful reality TV show? I mean, I don't think it's off. I, <laughs> I watch a lot of Shark Tank. I'm obsessed Ooh. with that. Um, I, I used to be into the Real Housewives of like Beverly Hills. I loved them in New York, but I couldn't, I couldn't stand like the girl on girl crime, like the meanness of the women It just started to really make me feel super gross. So that was, that was sort of when I, um, kind of swore off reality TV. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. It, there is a little bit of like negativity. I feel like I was watching Jersey Shore family vacation last night and I like started laughing, but it's like one of those like very like mindless watches. And it's just funny. I feel like that one's probably right up my alley. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Okay. What about one of a few podcasts or your favorite podcasts you're listening to right now? Oh, I listen to so many. I literally am obsessed with podcasts. I listen to, um, well, I listen to a lot of Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. I listen to, um, I listen to Gary Vee, of course, but I'm really into um, like Shaman Durek. He's this amazing, um, like he's, he's literally a, a shaman and I found him, he, he does a ton of like, um, a ton of celebrities, like whatever, but that's how I, I found him through a friend, but ancient wisdom today is his podcast. The lifestylist podcast with Luke story. I love, I love, um, the life coaching school podcast, which mm-hmm. sounds super, I don't, I don't like the title, but it's amazing. Like her Brooke Steele is the host and she's got such a great message. Every her episodes are super short; they're like twenty, thirty minutes, but they blow you away. Um, I listen to some some Oprah. Super Soul conversations are always yeah. going to be a good choice. <laughs> um, but that's that's I listen to some 
Tim Ferriss. You know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts actually. What about you? I mean, is there, you guys have an awesome YouTube channel. Is there any room for launching a podcast for Simply Be? That is so funny you asked that, Whitney. I actually <laughs> am launching a podcast next year. Oh my gosh, so fun. Do you have like the name, do you have any details you can share with us right now? I, you know what? I, I don't, I mean, we're, we're really honestly conceptualizing it right now. It'll, it'll be me with guests. I think it's going to be obviously really focused on this concept of like what it means to simply be and, and personal branding and probably interviewing people who all have really strong personal brands and what that, what that looks like for them and how they got to where they, they are, you know, using their brands. So that is, that's at its core what it's going to be about, but I'm sure it'll, it'll be a little fleshed out beyond that by next year. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I feel like you would have some awesome guests and I feel like too, you would just have so much value to share. So I'm definitely going to be keeping my eyes peeled for that. What about your favorite influencer or like a favorite business owner? I would say I would, I, Danielle Laporte, hands down. She mm. is just so representative of everything I want to be as a businesswoman and as a woman. I think she's, as a human, she's phenomenal. Oh my gosh. I love her. I think that that's such a great answer too. Um, what about like a go-to self-love or wellness practice that you have right now? Baths. I mm. am obsessed with baths. I take them religiously. They're like my sacred time. I, I get super into them. I put the salts in there. Um, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's brand just came out with these bath salts that are like amazing and they have all these essential oils in them. I also add my own essential oils. I like candles. I put crystals around me. I listen to some serious like meditation music. I bliss out. That's my, that's a self-care practice I'm kind of addicted to. Oh my gosh. You're making me want to go home and just like take right? a bath. <laughs> <laughs> what best. about, um, are you a fan of Lush? Do you ever shop at Lush? I, yes. I love Lush. I use their balls. There's their little, um, bath bombs. Yeah. Yes. So good. Okay. And then the last question before we let you go, what is the best influential tip you can give our audience, whether in business or social media or personal brand development? I mean, I'm a real spiritual person. I really believe that everything is energy and you are your only limit. And so really deciding to align to your, your truth and what you really want your life to look like and just making no apologies for that and believing in it. Like it's already real. It doesn't, it's not this thing that you have to wait for to or work so hard for. It's, it's already here. If you believe that they, then the universe rises up to meet you so much, so much quicker when you know that and you come from that place. And so, you know, really releasing judgments, the fear, what other people think your past failures, like none of that really defines you like only you do in this moment. So I know that sounds lofty, but if you can really get yourself into a mindset that, that you are unlimited and, and believe in it a hundred percent, you can, you can do whatever you want. You really can. Wow. That was such an amazing, amazing piece of advice to end on. And I love that. I love, I think you, what you said, you are your only limit. 
it's just so powerful. Jessica, you've been such a breath of fresh air and it's been so cool to just like vibe with you and chat with you and totally geek out on branding. and <laughs> yeah. <all of> it. <laughs> um, Thank you so much for coming on Under the Influence. It's been so much fun. Thank you for having me. <laughs>